You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. 2 0 for Ricky and I last night. The teaser wins, the Mavericks win. Nothing makes you happier than that. 2 0, we needed it bad. That's why you stick to the process, stick to what you're doing. Um, wake up and wager. Thanks so much for joining. The busy week we have over the next. Uh, two, three weeks. There's so much going on. Bowl games, everything else. NFL playoff race is intense, uh, which we'll touch on a little bit here today. We're going to also look at the bowl game for tonight. I actually have a pick in that in the bowl game for this evening. 8 o'clock. Missouri against Army. I will have a pick in that one, so we'll get to that. And then, of course, we'll touch on the NBA. Just take a look, see if there's anything that stands out. The NBA has been increasingly difficult to to kind of navigate through with the COVID and, and injuries and rest spots and, and all of that. Um, but Mavericks plus one and a half ended up being, last night, being a fantastic play. I mean, that closed... Closer to Mavericks minus two, I believe. They flipped to the favorite as it closed. Um, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Ricky, good morning. How you doing today? Good morning, Tom. Big Eagles win. Big Eagles win. I'm doing great. Yes, needed that is very much. The Eagles still looking to keep those playoff hopes alive, which is where I want to um, what I want to talk about in the NFL today when we get there, but I want to start with the college game. We don't talk a lot about college, and real quick to start the show, I want to mention the college games. I'd like to mention a bunch of bets I've made these bets weeks ago when the matchups got announced, and I'd like to kind of give out the ones that um, are still worth playing and that are still the line didn't get away from us too much because a lot of these I've beat the line really bad um, and I didn't share them because college isn't something that I really focus on but I, I I buckled down I like to do the research on the bowl games and I came up with maybe eight plays for all the bowl games um, and we beat the lines pretty bad on some of these why don't you share the ones, Tom, that the lines are like 
closest that that haven't run so much yep. so that people can still get them in, you know? Yep. Um, okay. So for tonight, it all starts tonight, Missouri and Army. I'm on Army here. I bet the money line minus 175. And that's back when they were like three and a half, three, three and a half point favorites. Since then, a couple of key guys for Missouri have been or have opted out of this game, notably the running back, Tyler Beatty, who ranks top five in rushing yards. He's out. He's opted out. Uh, their quarterback, Connor Basilic, is out as well. Brady Cook is the starter there for Missouri. That's why the line moved from that three, three and a half number up to six and a half. I still like Army. And there's one reason why. Even though, so the way I initially handicapped this was Missouri and that run offense is good. However, Army's run defense is is pretty good. I mean, it's all about the competition they play too, right? But it's ranked pretty well. The biggest key, though, is that Army, as you know, the triple option, run the ball, run the ball. Mizzou is ranked 125th in the country against the run, five and a half yards per carry. That is not going to work against Army. Tom, I'm so mad I, I waited uh getting this bet in because you're right this line has has really run over the last week and it's it has to do with the the players being opting out to be honest at six and a half i still i still like it but i don't i don't love it it's because i do see a seven popping up and it is starting to get juiced up so if you can get a six and a half and it go, it closes at seven tonight That'll be a that'll be a comfortable spot to have. So, you know, the only thing that scares you is Power Five conference against a school against a team that plays literally nobody in Army. Right. So, there's definitely a talent gap to begin with. Army hasn't beat a Power Five school in like six years, seven years. Um, but if this is if they're gonna do it, this is the time to do it. This Army team's tough, too. You know, they, they're a pretty good team. The one thing I will say here is, as a favorite, as a betting favorite this season, Army has been atrocious. They're 1-5 they're in five against the spread as a favorite, Tom. The reason this scares me here is because I feel like we're getting the worst end of the line, but maybe it's justified, like you said. If, it's, if all these guys are out and, you know, it's moved the, to this point. It sounds like uh, the seven might even show at some point. Um, I'm torn whether or not to just like play them on the money line, maybe with something else or to lay the six and a half here. But I love army in this spot. I'm with you. I think I'm still going to recommend the six and a half. Okay. I think so because I, with the news of them resting, I I think that's a big enough difference to to still justify the play. The 
other play I have on this game, I'm also on the under 58.5 on the opening number, all the way down to 54.5. Wouldn't touch it now, but I did. That's about a four-point closing line there. Two plays. Love it. Yes. Yes. No need to post or talk about the under because I the number's long gone and I don't like it enough. Well, I really like it now that it's moved so much, but I don't wasn't confident enough to say, oh, I still like the under. But Army, I would say I still like Army. You want me to rattle off the other games that I have for bowl games? Yeah, give us uh, give us some of your favorites. Or okay. maybe the more the ones that are uh, if they're this weekend or over the next few days. Yep. Um, I'm actually on Ball State on Christmas Day. I got plus four and a half. It's plus six and a half now. Or five, five and a half, six, somewhere in that range. I still like it, of course, but um didn't get the best of the number on that one, but I do like that game anyway. ASU, your favorite, Ricky. I'm on ASU plus seven. Oh, yeah. Sun Devils. Lines down to like six and a half at a few places. So if you like ASU, I'd recommend uh, grabbing that sooner rather than later would be my advice. My only worry with that ASU game, Tom, because that's one I've had circled. You're giving, you're giving my ASU boys a New Year's Eve game. I think this – where is this game being played, Tom? Do you know the location? Because I, I hate to it's say it, you know. Where? In Vegas. Oh, gosh. Legion all Stadium. Right. My, my guys over at ASU like to have a good time, all right? It's, it's very well known. So we send them to Vegas around New Year's Eve. The motivation for this game – is a bit in question for me here, Tom. But mm-hmm. it is Wisconsin. They do have Herm Edwards as their their coach, and I believe he'll have them ready to go. So hopefully the old ASU doesn't doesn't come out here. But this is a really good game. Wisconsin finished the year really strong. So I mean, to get ah, they're getting a lot of public money too. Wisconsin, they are, they are. Um, so. You know, all things considered, Arizona State, I think, is a good play at plus seven. I wouldn't play it at six and a half. No. The other play that I have is Alabama minus 13 and a half. Now, I thought this game was going to skyrocket out of control um, with, you know, just Bama playing in a game. And it's actually not. Like, I, I bet this the second it opened. 13 and a half. I thought this was going to 14 instantly. Um, and it really hasn't. But I still cannot see how Cincinnati is going to keep up with, with Alabama. If there's one thing I've learned, and even from the other game Alabama was in, you just don't question Alabama at times. And this is a spot where it's being overthought about the Cincinnati Bearcats. Can they do this? Can they do that? Can they keep it close? The defense? I think this line freeze is alarming. Very. There's over uh, 9% of the, the public money <clears throat> from what I'm seeing right now 
is backing Bama yet. This line's actually gone down, Tom. You can get a 12 and a half at some spots. So I don't know, man. It seems to me like Cincinnati's pretty sharp just in terms, forget the eye, but in terms of the, the spread movement. Mm-hmm. But it's also worth, you know, when it's that lopsided and it's not moving, it also kind of throws a red flag both ways. Right. Because they don't want people to continue. The books do not want the people to be betting Alabama at 13, at 12 and a half, at 12. They don't want more Alabama money at a good number because there is a good chance Alabama absolutely rolls them here. And I mean rolls them. That's what I'm saying. Why why wouldn't they have why wouldn't this thing be at 14 right here knowing that the public that I believe that's where it opened, right? 14. Uh 13 and a half went to 14 okay. for a moment and then came back to 13 and a half. Okay. And I knew it was going to be well, a public side. My just my biggest thing is if I'm okay if it's the public side, but I'm going to get the best of the number. That's not really happening, which is the thought process when I made this. So take that for what it's worth. Yeah, I, I can't get behind that much public money, even if I like Bama. I just don't like that, that lopsided split here. But uh, what else you got, Tom? I, I'm liking these plays so far. I've seen some conflicting reports on how much the different places, how much money is really on Alabama. I've seen some that were actually relatively even. I know this one that we're looking at is 90-10, which I'm not sure I buy. Just being, I think Bama's going to get it though. Like, oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other play that I have, I have over 44 and a half in Michigan and Georgia. That's on New Year's Eve, 7.30. Um, and then the last one I have here that I'll share is Oklahoma State plus two and a half uh, and on the money line at plus 110. I still love that play. It's one of my favorites Truthfully, it's on New Year's Day, 1 o'clock. Um, it lines down to one and a half now, pretty much everywhere, but I still do like that play very much. It's going to be a good game. There's on some New college Year's Day. games. Whew. Hey. And uh, will all these, are you going to be posting these on the on your card, Tom? Yes. I'm or are you going to send... take it day by day? No, I'm going to send all of them. And I'm going to put little, like, kind of as we talked through these, like, play to this. Because I don't want people to, the, one of the hardest things to balance is when I beat a line, do I talk about it and run the risk of people hearing it and getting behind that play, but at a worse number where it's I maybe don't like it or it's not as good? Um, I would if I personally just based off of feedback that has come in in the past of you know like when one of us do beat a line, 
I would send in the ones that people can still get and just leave off anything that's not obtainable because I think it will frustrate people more than anything that I don't know. I, that mm-hmm. my advice. Well, I may but, not send them then because I don't. There's literally not almost none of these are really available. The only one that you don't want, you don't want to piss off the Tommy Tennis crew. All right. Anyway, we talked about it here. You know what I like. You know what I still like. Yep. All right. NFL. Let's move over to the NFL. Eagles, Tom. The Eagles get the win. win. Oh, yeah. Big win last night. Um, They definitely needed that. I thought they were going to lose that game pretty badly. But as it turns out, whatever the quarterback's name for Washington, I don't even know his name, is pretty poor. Gilbert. Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert. Turns out Garrett Gilbert is not that good. Yeah, in so fairness he, to the guy, he had, uh, I believe, three days to prepare. He went off a different team's practice squad, joined the Washington football team two or three days and right out there. Um, so yeah, two good games last night. Seahawks are completely finished for the season. I don't know what they're going to do in the off season. Um, but both games were a little bit boring last night. I think they both went under. Did the Eagles stay under? Probably not. 27 to 17. I, I don't know what that total was, to be honest, but they covered right nine and a half. They covered the six and a half, depending what you got if you took the Eagles. Teaser covers. Teaser covers. And what I want to talk about today more than anything is I'd like to look at, I think you're doing yourself a huge disservice if you do not go on BetMGM and take a look at all of the adjusted season win totals for each team and their odds to make the playoffs. If they have it. Because. You have to look at this and. Think about. Things a little bit differently. And we talk about this all the time Ricky. It's all about thinking about things differently. So some a team like the Bills for instance. And this is like a really cool example. That I'll give you. And I'm not saying I bet this, but um, I may. I think it's a good option. So, the Bills. The Bills play. Who do they play this week? Let me get my let me get my thoughts together here because it's like a long train. Every one of these ones that you look at, you have to look at the kind of the path to how they get there, right? So. Buffalo plays uh, in New England this week. And then they play uh, let's see. Then they then play they like play... Uh, the Falcons and then they play the Jets both at home. Yes. So they play the Bills or they play the Patriots this week in Foxborough. Then they play the Falcons at home and the Jets at home. Okay. So the last two mm-hmm. games, probably going to win. Barring any Agreed. 
any horrible disasters, they're going to win those two games. The big question is the game this week against the Patriots. If you and they right now they're sitting as two and a half point dogs, two and a half points. If you like the Buffalo, there is no need to bet them in this game. If you like them in this game, that betting them in the game is not the way to do it. You see, Buffalo is down one game behind the Patriots for the division, right? Eight and six, nine and five. It's only, oh, you're right. It's only one game. If they win this game, they will have the tiebreaker uh, because they beat New England. When they split with New England, but they have the conference record. Mm-hmm. They win this. They win out for the season. Right? They win out. 3-0. They win the division. Okay? You could bet the Buffalo Bills right now on the money line. If you like them in this game, you could say, I'm going to bet them on the money line. I think they're going to win. Plus 120 is your best price out there. Plus 120. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, as I just as we just looked at, if they win this game, I think they got a real good chance to win the division, right? So I'm gonna bet them. I'm gonna bet them to win the division. Where's that price? Let's see. I like where you're going here, Tom. Uh, did they take this? Did they take the division prices off? No. At BetMGM, I can't find them. I was looking at him last night as I was talking about this. Hang on, hang on. I'm I'm a bet MGM pro. Let me let me log on here. Anyway, I can continue I can continue talking. Oh, here we go. Found it, found it, found it. AFC East plus one forty five for the Bills to win the division. So if you think the Bills are going to win this weekend, I would suggest the that betting them to win the game is not the best way to go. But better yet, Ricky, it gets better. It gets better. <laughs> Love you here. If you think the Bills win this week as two-and-a-half-point dogs to the Patriots at plus 115, I would suggest you find your way over to the adjusted season win totals and find yourself the over 10 and a half at plus 175. Over 10 and a half wins, plus 175. They currently are sitting fat and happy with eight wins, eight and six. Hmm. Over that, all if they sweep the rest of the season, they would be looking at 11 wins which would go over this total at plus 175. I like that. I mean, yeah, it's all these bets are fall into the that essentially the the Patriots Bills game 
it's just a way to get more value out of it by looking outside the box, Tom, like you're doing here. And again, it's only if you think that they are going to win this weekend against the Patriots. And I found, you know, we I, I talked about this one opportunity. There are many, many more that we could look at and you could kind of dig into. Every team still has an adjusted win total. So there are plenty of opportunities to kind of find the wrinkles in all of this between the division and the season win total and what they have left and who needs what and all of that type of stuff. There's still so many opportunities to to find that. The other um, play that I made that hasn't really worked out was the um, Carolina Panthers. I took the Carolina Panthers over five and a half. Wins. Yeah. So now they're sitting at five, and that's okay because they, you know, they're sitting at five wins. They need one more win. They've got Tampa this week. Then they've got their only chance, probably, to do it against the Saints next week. And then they've got Tampa again in the final week. I think that's an zero and three. I'm not so sure about that against the Saints. I'm not so sure. Yeah, I mean, they'll be dogs in all three of those games. But, yeah, you could, they could squeeze one out. You never know. You see what's been going on in the NFL. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't like that ticket. I think they lose. That team's fucked up right now, Carolina. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. The NFL is a crazy place. Tampa Bay, what just happened to them? Carolina plays them twice. Do they just destroy Carolina both times? Does Carolina have a chance? I don't know. You always got a chance. That's for sure. Any given Sunday. And again, you're looking for things that are maybe not obvious to normal people. You're looking for interesting wrinkles in how to how to do this. How to find value here. So... Uh, that's my NFL stuff for the day. Ricky, you've said uh, we got some questions in on the Instagram yesterday. Uh, let's go to those. That'd be great. All right. Let me uh, let me pop this open real quick, dive into some of these. There was a good one, Tom, that I know I wanted some insight on that came in for you. So I'm going to start with this one right here, and it's in the NFL. Uh, this person asked, can Tom speak to us about Tom Brady winning Offensive Player of the Year? And really just, I guess, for all of us who bet that, including myself, Tom, where do we stand on that? How's it looking? Offensive Player of the Year. This was one of your gems that you, you gave out on a Donnie episode probably three, four weeks ago. And I believe, and I'm looking for my ticket. I believe we got this at a hundred to one is the number that comes to my mind. Does that sound about right? Where we got this? I don't know if it was that that much. I don't know. It was it was a good ticket, but How do I find this. Uh, it was forty to forty to one. Mm-hmm. Offensive player of the year. That has how we looking? Taken a bad hit, 
It's 50. <laughs> oh, no. It's 50 to 1. Um, and the reason being for that is a few things. Because, obviously, a, a game getting destroyed like last week is going to hurt you in the short term and the long term, potentially. But what Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor are doing is next level. And we don't see position players have the type of years that these two guys are having very often. So Tom Brady is is probably dead for this award. Unfortunately, not so sure we're going to get home for that one. <laughs> Tom just took us in the back and ended it. Just yeah. like that, straight I tried forward. to put you down. Love it, Tom. Tried to put you down softly, but it, that that one's over. But again, you got to be cup prepared. Went off again last night, Tom. Yeah, yeah, he's freakish this year. And okay. okay. with these futures and these fifty to one, I mean, we, you don't realize how little of a chance fifty to one is, like how minuscule, small of a chance it is. So you're taking little bits and pieces of things to see where they go and see if you can hedge into them or out of them or find some other value because of a ticket you have. You know, like if, if Tom Brady was a a big, you know, a long shot like that and all of a sudden he's minus 105 like Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor's minus 105, Cooper Cup's minus 105. Had one of those guys been Tom Brady sitting at minus 105 and we're sitting on a 50-1 to one ticket, I'm unloading on the other guy and we're taking a profit. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. That's really what you're looking for. But anyway. Okay. Um, mostly out. Here, There's an interesting one here uh, about... Thoughts on Bo Nix transfer to Oregon, who was the Auburn quarterback, Tom. Um, the transfer portal has been pretty wild already. Some of the players that have been at least testing it. Do you have any thoughts on this? I happen to know, uh, I happen to have a little scoop on this one. Then let's hear it from you. I don't have much to say about it. Um, as I'm not pl- as plugged into college football as many others um, and the transfer portal and all that. So I'll leave that one uh, to you, Ricky. So in the, the Bo Nix case, I know that there is an individual by the name of Kenny Dillingham, who is one of the coordinators at, uh, at or who was one of the coordinators, Bo Nix freshman year at Auburn that helped actually recruit him to Auburn. Kenny Dillingham actually went to Oregon, uh, ironically, this year. So uh, I think Bo Nix and him have a really good relationship. I think Bo Nix enjoyed playing, you know, in his system and, you know, just for him in general. So from what I hear, that's a big part of the reason for the the Bo Nix move. Um, Another interesting name in the transfer portal was uh, Grayson McCall, the Coastal Carolina quarterback. He was flirting with maybe going to a, you know, a, a bigger conference team, maybe testing the waters with the NFL. He actually announced he's going to stay at Coastal, Tom, for one more year. So um, you're going to start to see some news with some of these guys in the portal over the next few weeks, you know, as, uh, as things shake out here. 
That's awesome. Um, I, I love the portal. I, I love following it. It's just difficult to follow sometimes. It's so much happens so frequently that it's a little bit tough to, to follow on to. But, yeah, players like to go with the guys that they trust the most. So you see that across all sports. When one guy goes, the next guy, they all kind of trickle in and follow along. Uh, I think you see that in the NFL a ton with different coaches or not even head coaches, but assistant coaches and coordinators and people a little bit lower on the totem pole. When they move around, you see players bounce with them, trying to follow them. Mm-hmm. And some people, you know, are really against the the transfer portal rules, how you don't have to sit out a year anymore. I love it. I don't see why we're trying to take a year away from these kids. Like what, what the gain in that was in the past for what? So like out of competition of the schools, it's just crazy. So I think it's all good stuff. Um, let's move into another, another question here, Tom, that I think is, is a good one. Super bowl picks. Super bowl picks. Who you got? I know who I'm rocking with. Well, Bets that I've made, I've got the Colts and the Titans in pocket. No, Tom. Definitive one Super Bowl pick. Like, if this is your pick. Honestly, I have no idea. Like, I may pick... I I don't know. I can't pick one of the top teams. I might pick I might make a bet on the Vikings to win the Super Bowl this week. And that's the truth. Because this the, fucking guy will not give me an answer of you you're gonna go Vikings? Well I'm trying that to actually talk. Tom actually you know what? What's the odds on that? That is interesting. It's 100 to one, and here's why I'm betting this. Because you look at the Vikings, they are a team that They've played 11 straight games where it was a one-score outcome. One possession, whether they won or lost. This team is insane. But there's no denying how talented they really are. So if they can get in the playoffs, which is no guarantee at this point either. But if they can get in, I really think that they're going to be a tough out. They're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. I don't know who will take them out, but they're going to be tough. Yeah, they... So I'm looking just at the playoff picture right now. I mean, they they got a shot. Um, they're definitely still... Do you have their path They're at the to, bottom of the mix. Right. But do you have their path to being in? What do they need to get into the playoffs? You know what? I don't have that right in front of me. That's okay. I Maybe mean, tomorrow. They're going to we'll... be in the wild card, so it's going to be, you know, let me see. It's it's going to be that wild card spot that the Eagles are fighting for, that they would yes, it's be in, in that range mix. of. Mm-hmm. So the teams, to give you an idea, Tom, that are like in the hunt with them, the Saints are 7-7, seven and seven, the Eagles are 7-7, seven and seven, and the Vikings are 7-7. Seven and seven. The Vikings are currently have the tiebreaker, they're holding that seventh spot. So if it ended today, the Vikings would be in. 
Right. Yes. But, oh, man. It's crazy. It's like bracketology. You'll have to, you got to go pretty deep to, like, play out the scenarios. But uh, as of now, they'd be in. So as much as I, I was going to give you a hard time for that pick, I'll, uh, I'll say that's an interesting one. So I next like week, just to give you a, a little further idea here, because I, I, honestly, this is my this is a play I'll make. The other one is the 49ers. It's the play that I'll make today. I just don't think any of the really good teams are that dominantly good that I can without a doubt say, oh, yeah, they are going to, you know, they are going to win the Super Bowl. There is no Chiefs of years past. There is no Patriots of years past. I don't think the Bucks are as good as people think. I don't think the Packers are even quite as good as people think. The Chiefs certainly have their issues. The Patriots have a rookie quarterback. The Cowboys, I think, are phony as could be. I'm not... The price on those good teams does not make sense to back them. Not at all. Anyway, you look at the Vikings. They get the Rams up next in Week 16. Uh, then they play... Uh, ch -ch -ch. They finish with uh, Green Bay in Week 17. And then they've got the Bears in Week 18. And that's going to be the key one there. It's going to be, it's going to come down to that Bears game, I think, for them to get that, in here. Yeah, I think all these teams in the fringe have like one one tough game left. It looks like so. Yeah, Tom, it'll, it's gonna be it's gonna be a a suspenseful end of the season. And I think the Eagles are gonna have the best chance to get in of the teams on the fringe. Hey, Giants this week, very winnable game. Then they got who's who's in between the Giants and the Cowboys? I know they finish with the Cowboys. Uh let's see. I think they play Washington. They play the football team. Oh, so it's three straight yeah, divisional three games. Straight wow. divisional. And it's actually four considering they they had a divisional game this week. It was a weird scheduling thing with the Eagles where all their divisional games were backloaded, like the four at the very end right here. Mm -hmm. Um okay. So anyway, my play for that is going to be either the 49ers at at uh 25 to 1 or the Vikings at 100 to 1 uh are the two plays that I kind of like for this. All right, all right. Um you want to do um, one more question? What one are you more. what are you thinking? One more. All right. Let me dig through here. Find a good one to finish with. Absolutely. Some other. I like uh, that. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Nope. nope. No, go ahead. No, I was going to talk until you were ready. So there's two messages here that pretty much are the same thing. They're asking about 
pretty much female betting, Tom, and making more female-friendly betting content. And this is an interesting one because I know it's something that I've spoke with people in the past. I know a lot of women bet and a lot of women watch sports. And, you know, it's definitely something that's going to be growing. And I think uh, we should probably be making more more female-friendly betting content to go along with uh, what we've got. That would be – what do you think of that? Like maybe having like a – maybe a women's betting show or something like that? Truthfully, I think um... – how do I, I'm trying to think how to, if you watch and see what the, what the women in, in betting, what they do on their own channels, like on their, the, the kind of content that they create on their own platforms, it's no different than what we do. It's no different than what anybody does for the most part. So I don't think anything special has to be done because I think that the there's they they won't like a special kind of show or a special kind of you know something like they won't enjoy a special just for women show like they like yeah, the I, same kind of content or they create the same kind of t- content they probably like that same kind of content that everybody else likes um, like I don't have to, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I a hundred percent agree with you. And I'm wonder if, I'm not sure if these questions are asking if like requesting a female show and or asking be, about female betting in general, both of the. And Ricky, we're starting to lose you, pal. So, you know, maybe you got me now. Uh, you're breaking up pretty good. Ricky's going away for today. <laughs> See you, Ricky. I muted you. <laughs> no. But no, I, I totally agree with your point. Like, it would be cool to have some, some female hosts on the on the station. That is for sure. So I totally agree with what you're saying. I think it would be fantastic. So we'll have to figure out how to make that happen. Anybody you want to see, uh, join us here at Steady Picks. You just tag them on Instagram. We'll make sure uh, we chase them down. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thank you so much for listening today. We'll be back in the morning. Good luck tonight. Go Army. <laughs>